it's happy rainbow fun time back and better than ever we are loud and proud webtoon lovers and we don't care who knows it recording in progress um it's katie elizabeth and this is happy rainbow fun time can you hear this no can you Um, hear my air conditioner no um i have episodes with no ac and in texas that's been sweaty yeah yeah no your ac is pretty quiet which is nice yes um i'm actually in my closet because there's some sort of construction or something happening outside and so every once in a while there's like really loud banging um so i'm hiding from it but now i'm in the closet with the dog and it's really funny because the dog normally doesn't like people in the closet with him um but i had food earlier so now he's just like a little drum that i'm patting and he's just laying there like perfectly happy and it's just what a way to spend the afternoon just like petting a dog and talking with your friend about comics (laughs) sounds Uh, like the life sounds like the life yeah, he's being real cuddly right now, which is nice. Um, how about you? How are you? What are you up to? What fruit are you eating right now? What? Um... So, I have a delightful <laughs> duo of fresh cut strawberries and fresh blackberries. And the blackberries are very ripe, which is so pleasant. Um, given to me by a coworker for picking up a shift of theirs. So... I'm pleased as punch. I gave up one of my days off, but it does also mean extra money, which will be good just because it's always nice to have more of it. Um, mm-hmm. So today is my day off and I am chilling. I stayed up really late last night. I haven't been able to sleep well lately and I've had some funky dreams that I don't really remember. But you know when you like have one and then you wake up feeling all sorts of weird you're just like Mm. yeah i haven't had a weird dream in a while we're in weird dreamland and it's chill i'm gonna start writing them down or something keep a dream journal i used to do that when i was in high school uh which was interesting because there's all sorts of weird shit going on in high school yeah Uh, what is the weirdest dream you've ever had oh gosh I don't think I have a memory of the weirdest dream but I have repeated dreams that I've been like in stages of my life um so when I was a kid thank you so much for asking (laughs) this was not planned y'all um so when I was a kid I had a lot of dreams about falling a lot mm. in a sleep, like when I was asleep. Um, I am afraid of heights. I do not know where that has come from. Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do about it yet. I have a lot of other things to work on before I work on heights. So people invite me to roller coasters or like um, amusement parks, and I'm like, I'll go and hold your stuff. And they're like, What? And I'm like, I mean, I really just like hanging out with y'all, like watching people play video games and ride roller coasters can be enjoyable i can be a spectator okay i can gosh darn it i didn't know i felt so strongly about this until now but um anyway heights falling dreams yes oh so terrible um mary francis always slept on the bottom bunk not always that's not true but like predominantly especially when she was younger she was littler and they didn't want her to fall out and die so i just had a lot of falling dreams um and then I also had dreams where, if you remember the animated Peter Pan Disney, yeah, the way that yeah. they like fly, but they swim through the air. I had a lot of dreams like that. So it felt like I was swimming underwater, but like could breathe. So like that's was super cool. So I'd go explore my house and I'd go explore like places that I would go, like I liked or whatever in my dreams. So those were really sick. I loved those. Um, and then I also had a lot of dreams about driving, having to climb into the driver's seat to take over driving because the driver was incapacitated. 
or was doing something stupid. Um, I had a lot of those dreams. I'm very anxious about driving. I, if anyone's wondering, I still don't have a license and still don't drive, but I know how to do it. Um, and I don't think I've, ta- I don't know if I've talked about it on the podcast before, but like the one time I did drive recently was like several years ago when I took time off and was living in Houston and my friend Kate uh, had gone on a dating app date. I want to say Tinder. She was active on Tinder. We both were active on all the dating apps. Um, she's happily married and expecting her second child now. (laughs) (laughs) But we had, she's the one that I would go hustle people with, uh, playing darts. Right. Uh, the first time I took time off. Yeah. She's, she's a gem. Love her so much. Anyway. Um, you picked her up from a Tinder date? Yes. No, I did not. (laughs) She drove herself home from a Tinder date. Um, and before we realized that, you know, maybe first dates should or could, or we might want them to not have alcohol. Yeah. Um, she and I drank a lot on our first dates. And, um, so she was tipsy and in the car and like called me and I was up cause I was night owl and I came out and she was like, Hey, oh, she got in the passenger seat. She's like fucking so mischievous and like prankster. She got into the, like our whole childhood growing up, she would like speak the shit out of me. In the passenger seat, she's sitting, but it's her car and it's empty. And I see that and I'm like, where's your date? And she's like, he's not in here. And I was like, is he going to scare me? Because I would be so mad. I was <laughs> just like, if he's like hiding somewhere. Um, oh my gosh. Just thinking about back to it. I was like super freaked out. And I walked around. She's like, no, seriously. And I was like, and why are you in the passenger seat? And she's like, I want you to drive. And I was like, Kate, your house is literally right down the street because we were like two houses away, caddy corner, you know, like super close growing up. We didn't meet till later, but like, I was like, what do you mean? She's like, no, I want Whataburger. And I was like, absolutely not. I was like, DoorDash or, or Uber it or whatever. And she was like, no. I want you to take me or else I'm going to take myself. And I was like, what the fuck? And like, I'm an anxious bitch. And I was like, I can't let my friend die on the way to whatever after a Tinder date drunk. I was like, that's crazy. Um, so we hate circumstances. I crushed it. I perfectly executed a Whataburger run and then back to her house. And I was so quiet the whole time. And we were listening to music. And we got back and she was like, that was amazing. And she was like, I knew that you could drive. And I was like, I too knew that I could drive. I was livid. I was livid. I was, I just like, I tell people, because sometimes when I play or I talk shit, I sound really mad. But the thing is, is when, when I'm mad, I won't talk to you. <laughs> so I'm like, if we're not talking, we're not good. So uh, is like, might be queen of the silent treatment she just like will walk away and you're like oh fuck okay well and then not talk to you for three days the walk away is so much better because i have a temper that like flares up every once in a while like i definitely went to therapy as if for it as a kid kind of vibes like fuck um I'm so much better now but like I have to walk away I just get so angry in the moment that anything I say is gonna be fucking stupid and the things that I want to say have gotten less stupid as I've gotten older but like there's still some dumb shit that I'm like you know that's hurtful and so I I just have to walk away and take a couple breaths and not a lot of people are like that and sometimes like I used to never go to sleep mad but sometimes I go to sleep like I need to go to sleep so that I can wake up and I've like slept it off and I'm like all right let's talk about this people are like that's weird I'm like well (laughs) anyway um so I've been really prickly lately been really emotional (laughs) clearly doing the podcast has been super helpful have uh have your emotions been affecting your dreams do you Um, notice that happen See, I can't remember. I'm just smoking so much to fall asleep because like I'm so wired after work that I don't remember them, but I just wake up having funky ones. Mm-hmm. And really I eat late. So if I stop eating late and smoking before bed, maybe keeping a dream journal, that would make a lot more sense. Um, just keeping it real. 
Yeah, summer is it's fair. So, as much as I love summer, it's the heat it makes me so irritable. Dude, it gets hot as fuck in, in Texas. Yeah, Every time I like, see yeah. like stories, it's like, are you guys gonna be okay? They're like. The temperatures that we are working in are not it that much, I'll say. I don't want to go too much into it because there are ongoing conversations about the situation. And so I choose to stay hopeful that this company will have my best interests as we are their money makers. Mm. However, I just try to stay hydrated on my days off. <laughs> yeah. Just like hope that they don't decide to change the temperature of their restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't imagine that they would because they want things to be comfortable for their oh, clientele. But the AC is broken. Like it's hot. Oh, well, it's not, it's not hot. It is warm in the restaurant, like warmer than a restaurant should be. Kind of like the AC shows 67 and you're like sweating. And I run and I sweat, but like my guests are sweating too. So something's happening. I think they're trying to fix it. I get it. The, like nothing's prepared for this kind of temperature. So there's going to be a recuperation period. I just want to see how they handle the situation because not making it the first priority seems to be the wrong move to retain business in this situation. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> Um, so the last category of dreams that I would have repeatedly <laughs> are dreams of uh, Mary Frances getting kidnapped. A lot of dreams about that. that. A lot of dreams you know, having you to chase people down. It to happen, or... No, bestie. It was awful. <laughs> I hated it. Um, yeah. And I think I, I want to say they started before college when I was like, felt the need to be protective, but like I had no time. Um. Yeah, weird dreams, weird repetitive dreams. Um, started journaling too. I journaled not yesterday, but the day before. We're trying a every other day situation. I'm finally doing the thing that I've probably talked about on this podcast forty million times. You know. You gotta just keep saying you're gonna do it until you do it, you know? Yeah, I just am like, why do I not want to do it? That's what I'm afraid to journal about. (laughs) Mm. I think I'm afraid of what's gonna come out, but I'm like, well, better now. Yeah. Yeah, it's festered long enough, I suppose. You comfy? No, I'm wildly uncomfortable. Oh. <laughs> Look, Gana's like so chill, and I'm just like, there's not enough space for the two of us, buddy. Yeah, you big human. I'm a big human. I love petting him, and then his little paws stretch, his little toe beans spread out. Ugh. He you guys. I don't usually like spending time in such close quarters with animals just because i am always by myself you know what i mean um, i'm used to humans but he was a delight he is a delight yeah. was, you were a delight it was really it. funny uh i had julia over for the fourth of july she's a friend from high school for those that don't know and um she has like always been pretty scared of dogs. Um, my my dog growing up was like pretty wild, so I don't really blame her for be for being <laughs> like wary of OG, because he, you know, we but tried. <laughs> yeah, he just seemed like that. He was that way. Yeah, and I mean, in our it was like four kids plus the dog trying to train the dog, and I mean, he was great with us. It was just like strangers he would get like super hyped for. Um, so like she wasn't like super keen on OG, which I don't again don't blame her. Um, current Gus is like much 
chiller in the sense of like he's not gonna he won't jump on you like og did um but he wants to be like near you the whole time like he's obsessed with sophia like if sophia's in the house gus is next to her um and that but gan is so chill it's just so funny to me she was she came in and was just like stoked to see gan wanted to pick him up like wanted to pet him and i was just like who are you (laughs) like he's 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 just so well behaved he's so well behaved but like he's also communicative because he'll he'll let you know like he'll just walk away you know what i mean and he'll sit over by himself yeah he will um yeah yeah well and it's so funny because like he's so well behaved but he also can be naughty like we'll leave and he will move our clothes around like if you have like a shirt on the ground they just like haven't put in the laundry yet or um you have like the laundry basket of clean clothes that you haven't put away yet like all of a sudden you'll walk in and like stuff will have moved that's wild and like sometimes he puts it like in his sleeping area and it's like oh he wanted to like smell us and then sometimes it'll just be like randomly underneath like the bed or like in a corner and you're just like please explain why this ended up here but yeah he's kind of the best he's really cute yeah don't mind me as I just like obsess over my dog when I'm sitting next to it's sweet but some people it's obnoxious it just every time I think about dogs. I'm just, my memory is tainted by that one man whose poodle was named fucking puppy. The one. Oh my God. Yes. He was like a soul cycle yoga. He's so thin. He's so I thin. know him. I know he was a one-off. He was oh. a one-off. And then I saw him years later when I worked at that Starbucks in downtown Houston. What a fucking having the memory for faces is the worst and best skill I have. It is my everyday superpower. I remember every single face, minus maybe the guests at this restaurant because it's so high volume and I've only been serving for you know a couple months. But I immediately recognize this is somebody you went on a date with yeah i was oh god we got there he had yeah he played i know i definitely talked about this on the podcast he played like coffee shop he like adele was playing he put on spotify as we were having sex and adele came on and i was like that's chill but not what i want and so i was like i'm gonna go change the music mid-sex as i do and I went and looked at the playlist and it was Spotify Coffee House. What? I just, I tried really hard not to be pretentious about music and like really inclusive and like, you like what you like what you like, but like, who's fucking to Spotify Coffee House? I <laughs> have been known to play Coffee House music when I just need like background noise that I'm never going to want to be like, oh, what song is this? Sex is background noise? No, not for for intimate times. But like while I'm working and I need just like white noise in the background, I'll a lot of times play like a coffee house playlist just because it's like kind of nothing music. It just kind of exists. I hear you. But yeah, I can't imagine that being my like sexy time playlist. Like, ooh, I'm going to get with the ladies and play my coffee house playlist featuring Adele. Hello, yeah. it's me. Um, um, hello the dog, slide. I feel like I've talked about this dog and how territorial it is. I definitely talked about this when I was doing the review of Gant. I feel like I brought this up. This dog had this spot on the bed. I think I compared oh. it to the couch. And mm-hmm. this dog was like fighting me all night. I could not get a wink of fucking sleep because this dog was like ousting me. And I was like, I would sleep on the ground, but I was like, he's on the blanket. <laughs> but I there... want to pull it and talk to him about it and be like, yeah. you fucking dog. This is why. Ooh. Anyway, these memories that I have burned in my brain. Well, Gan definitely tried to kill me in my sleep a couple of times when I 
first started seeing Max. Like I would wake up with like a leg like pressed against my jugular and I was like, this is the end. <laughs> His skinny little leg. And that then, man's, man's and, best friend indeed. Man's best friend indeed. Yeah, I would wake up just like shoved clean against like against mm-hmm. the wall, just like about to fall off the bed and his like little pointy paws just like digging into my back. And it was yeah, like... I mean, yeah cats didn't even do that and cats are like notorious for just killing people for families you know yeah well and like and he did it for a while and i guess like in his defense it was always just him and max but so like they could share the bed together and like don't step on the computer oh um they could share the bed together and not touch each other but when you have another person on there i mean he gets hot you get hot it's like a whole thing um mm-hmm. but it's now, so beautiful but so hot yeah and it's just like okay this is warm for both of us and so i'm sure he was like this bitch has entered the bed it used to be so perfect and now i'm gonna just shove her up against the wall and he has stopped doing that now what he'll do at like really early in the morning he'll come on the bed and like <laughs> end up on my shoulder like a little parrot and it's like the minute he comes on, I can tell when I'm just about to just get like hit by his badonkadonk. And it's just like, okay, buddy, like, did we have to like wake me up at 3 a.m. to flop on top of me? No, bestie. Yeah. It's always like really early in the morning. And it's like, why? And then he'll move around like five. And it, he doesn't do it as much during the summer because it's hot, but yeah i like regularly am woken up by gan just like sticking his bootay on my shoulder and it's like he he like really lays into it it's not like a gentle like oh i gotta come on that it's like thump, thump, thump. and you're like okay cool 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 this is great um and i don't think he does it to max so i don't know if i'm like if it's because he this likes your, me <laughs> this is your hazing baby this is your lifelong hazing Welcome yeah. to the like but for the rest of gan's life he's just gonna like throw his booty on me at 3 a.m adoptive pet vibes i just like stress some not as much anymore because i want to be single for a while but like i used to stress immensely about partners pets (laughs) and just like what if it doesn't work out i'm not saying that you have to get rid of your pet i'm just saying you gotta come sleep over at my house. Like I have to sleep. I cannot sacrifice my sleep anymore. <laughs> I've lost so many sleep. Sleeps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I mean, it doesn't help that you don't work like standard hours. So yeah, I can that wouldn't that wouldn't be fun. I actually have a number of like friends and acquaintances that cohabitate with their partners, but then they don't sleep in the same room because their sleeping habits are different. Um, Please elaborate because this is something I've looked into casually and I'm finding more people that are interested in it, and that makes me hopeful for the future. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, hell, like my parents like didn't sleep in the same room because my dad snored so badly like I know tons of people who have like like my ex's parents did that like they would like hang out and then there was like an adjoining bedroom where his dad would go sleep because he snored so badly um one of my co-workers cohabitates with her partner and they sleep in separate bedrooms because he snores so badly um I have another friend who I just found out that she cohabitates with her partner and I don't know if it's because like she doesn't want I don't know if it's because they they don't want to have sex or because like he has he likes to study in the bedroom and she doesn't and so like she has her space so she can like sleep get ready in the morning and then like go into his room and they'll study together um so it's like separation of like sleep and work um and then yeah and then there's another one where i think they like he wakes up super in the early in the morning to go to work and she doesn't and so like to not bother each other they sleep in separate rooms because he gets up at like four or five to go to work and she doesn't have to be up until like eight so they don't sleep in the same room and then she can stay up later when 
he wants to go to bed and stuff. And it's like easier to not wake him up when she goes to bed. So yeah, it's like a thing that I think we need to like talk about more and normalize is like you don't have to like to cohabitate or to like spend time together. You don't have to sleep in the same bed. Here, here, here. Sometimes um, I wish I had a timer so I could know how long our intros are, but sometimes I just like add yeah, both of us enjoy it letting them go kind of crazy. Oh, I mean, it's been like 26 minutes. Wow, phenomenal. Phenomenal. Would you like phenomenal? Do, 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 no! Do. Hey, quick question before we move God. on, actually. I heard it wasn't very good. Were the other ones have said to be good when they came out? I liked the first Minion movie. Which one was that one? That's the like Minion origin story of like where the Minions come from and like how they got to grow. Okay, yes, 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 yes. I think I saw that. I just really like the first one, Despicable Me. Despicable Me was good. Actually, was good, but like Despicable Me was really good. Yeah. God damn it, Elizabeth. That song's gonna be stuck in my head for months now. Oh my gosh, I can find more songs to. No! My mom used to just send me videos like every like three to six months with that stupid fucking song and like get it in my head. She'd be like, ah, I got you. I'm like, God damn it. Nowhere is safe. It's, uh, you know, speaking of things that shouldn't be resurrected, you know, that stupid game where you hold your finger and like the okay sign under like at your waist. I never you, got, like, I, I never. Lose don't even know what the game is called i never was in it vanessa menace to society Mm. and the workplace had brought that to work brought that to the workplace and infected Uh. the place like a plague and she gets me all the time and it's always when i'm so stressed (laughs) like in the weeds and i'm just like and she's like cackling and it's like it's very funny she just times it so well so perfectly poorly um, but it always makes me laugh. And then I'm like, none of this really matters. So let's just get back to work. Fair. It's nice. Are you ready for Webcomic Corner? I am. I am. Okay. Comic Corner, Webcomic Corner. The part where we talk about comics. Okay. First up, we have my comic, which is called None Such. It is by the Bitsy artist, who is a, what I think is a prolific creator on Canvas. Um, And this None Such series is a canvas that has been turned into an original. Um, It is a mystery, which is not a genre I typically go for, but I do like well-crafted ones. Um, And this summary caught my attention. Um, I do want to go more into the Bitsy artists a little bit, give you all some background, because I think that's fun and important. Um, she is a mom, wife, and writer. She spends time with family and friends when she's not doing those things, playing Dungeons and Dragons, and tending to her plants while jamming out to switch foot, according to her webtoons bio. Um, she's also the author, creator of the canvas comedy Back Rabbits and uh, the Bitsy stories and the romance called Lonely Awake, but none such, which updates every Tuesday is, uh, well, this is the summary for it. That wasn't smooth. We're working on it. Welcome to the town of none such. The rules are simple. You cannot escape unless you leave with the person you came in with. But as Connor and Bridget discover, finding your partner is not so easy when there are dozens of copies of them wandering the old Western grounds of none such, dot, dot, dot. Itching to become more and more like their hosts, 
questioning them and stalking them to learn more about who they are. Bridget and Connor may know each other, but they're about to learn just how little they know about themselves. Ooh, spooky. Um, the style of the comic is more cartoonish and soft than I typically go for, and also seems fairly cartoonish and typically soft for a uh, mystery, in my humble, you know, opinion. It also, to me, which is what I, it also to me looks like that craft you did in school where you uh, ripped paper and you made um, collages with it. So I get that vibe from the coloring and that to me is really nostalgic and appealing. Um, so I think that's probably why I was attracted to it. Uh, but it, none such as like old Western Browns, like the summary describes, which is fun. I do like a Western theme, just kind of like lawless lands, no rules really. Um, but there's also some woods, which are just fucking spooky. Like I was a Girl Scout, but I, and I did some outdoorsy things, but I'm not like a navigator of any type. So the woods freak me out a little bit, not as much as heights, but like, um, they're a spooky setting. So I'm excited. Um, as I think you can infer from the summary, Connor and Bridget, um, there's a little tension between them as a couple which is an interesting foundation to start such a plot where, you know, you have people who are trying to infiltrate your life. You figure out about the clones pretty early on and they figure out that they're clones pretty early on too. Um, but the way the author writes the, like, the pacing, I guess it would be, um, is not boring, thankfully. Um, okay. The, we love a not boring comic. Well, yes. It's just like, it hooked me and there's only four episodes. I'm like, I have some things to work on. Most of this is just like vibes, honestly. We're just working off of vibes. Um, they're about to get married and there's like tension there. They're like sarcastic and biting to each other. So they're like, ooh, a trouble in paradise. Um, anyway, they are lost and that always causes tension, no matter what situation you're in. Um, and they like get out, the dog runs away or something. And so they like get out of the car, which is like, I feel like in these situations, you just like, don't leave the car ever, or you just like keep going. You just don't stop. Not that you should leave your pet but like I don't know freaks me out man oh imagine we yeah, didn't just, have it secured how do you you have Dan so secured in the car that he would not be able to escape <laughs> you know not. like that and cause yeah. terrible haunted house situations Katie that is 10 out of 10 these motherfuckers have this tiny little lap dog tiny little furry little mop little rat dog rat dog who's gonna fucking escape because they're menaces just Anna's another reason boy. not to get a tiny fucking little ratty haired rat dog honestly psa y'all please stop breeding these this these breeds of dogs stop making more of them the ones with immense health problems that we do for vanity reasons you selfish bastards like stop it yeah. let them die off like it is so cool and it's also kind of psycho that you spend like 25k on the pet like for health treatments that's bananas i'm not saying you have to give it to the poor you could use it on yourself to figure out why you're spending 25k on a dog yeah yeah end of psa okay <laughs> anyway so none such um this tiny little dog is the instigator. Uh, we meet a third character other than the clones. Um, I'm not calling them separate characters because there are multiple copies of each person. Um, so they are one group. So the clones, uh, I guess they are a, a character entity. But you meet Shannon, who has this like safe house vibes. Um, that one of them stumbles upon and she knows what's up and she doesn't say much but her vibe is protection um 
she really doesn't say much. And so it's kind of unclear if you can trust her or not, but she like the person, the captured or not a captured person, the escapee, the one who's hiding from the clones. Is freaking out. Like, how would you react in this situation, Katie? Like, would you be freaking out or would you be like planning? People are like, I don't know if I'd be able to kill a person in the moment. And I'm like, I don't either. But like in a situation like this where I have to like make a strategy and a plan, I'm like, I mean, I've seen movies, I guess. Do I just die? Am I gonna fight for my life? Like, I don't want to be in those situations. So like I had to kill the clones. Uh yeah, before they kill you. Okay. And I'm like, I'm very confident that it's a clone and not like my partner. Oh, your clones of you are trying to kill you too. Okay. So my clones of me are trying to kill me. They're trying to impersonate you and kill you so they can oh, live Oh, they can it. fucking burn. If they, like, if they have an ulterior motive, we don't know it yet in the comics. So like, I'm excited to see how all this shit develops. And like, if we ever learn about the origin of these clones, because like, I, for me, mystery thriller horror i can accept a baseline plot with no explanation of like weird shit happening because like weird shit happens in life and we just don't know we can't explain it sometimes and we try but like i'm not saying that clones that we kill are a thing but like there's room for spooky yeah okay so if a clone of me starts coming after me that bitch is dead like because it's not it's me like it's me and i know that i'm me so it's got to go have you thought about how you would do it or i mean it really does depend on like what resources that's fair that's fair what would you mean if i'm in the middle of the woods with nothing i guess we gotta find a pointy stick or something (laughs) that's fair that's fair um do you and max have like a safe identity word like alien invader in your body like impersonator no we have not planned that far ahead in um the you know alien invasions of the body snatchers um i didn't realize that was something that we needed to prep for (laughs) well according to this plot it may be something i just don't know we need the origin what would it be if you had to pick Oh God! If you had to pick a way for you and Max to know that it was the real you and Max, something that only you two would know. You don't have to tell me what it is, but tell me if you have something, um, and if you could give me a stephonified version of it, that would be greatly appreciated. I just am thinking of an interaction that we had. Yes, literally yesterday, where we like I when I talk about like something being large, a lot of the time I'll say like, oh, that's a big ass, whatever, and he'll he'll be like, oh, ass, whatever, and then like go to grab your butt or something. <laughs> Wait, that's so cute! I love that. <laughs> I feel like it would be something like that. It would be like something butt related. Um... <laughs> that's so funny. I can see the scene right now. You're grabbing Max's shoulder, staring into his eyes like and we don't know if it's the clone or not the clone and you just you're crying tears are streaming down your face and you're just like she's screaming ass whatever and you're so earnestly screaming it because you just need to know if he's the clone or not that's hilarious (laughs) yeah anyway so the nun such uh the nun such casting has already been completed yeah this just me and max being like thanks the spider um because that's what we were talking about yesterday was this big ass spider that my mom got a photo of and i was like mm. that is a big ass spider and then he was like yeah it is and i was like okay he's like imagine well, that spider going up your butt and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> was it at your mother's house or where was it yeah it was at my mom's house like inside of the house or no, like no, no, patio? outside of the house um, okay good by the like chimney yeah um but it was a california tarantula and it was oh like God. you have tarantulas what are you Australia? yeah i know right and the body was like an inch and a half in diameter mm-hmm. and then with the creepy crawlies it was like three or four inches 
wide. Yeah, and apparently they can range from like two inches in diameter to like five or six. And I was like, absolutely not. It's gonna be a no from me. Yeah, she gets like bugs and lizards now. Yeah. They're she like, has a whole fucking ecosystem. That's crazy. Yeah, we didn't we like before we would get like June bugs and that was about it. And now it's like all kinds of gross nasties. And I was like, do you have anybody spraying for those? Or and I mean tarantulas are like known for being like relatively docile. Like if you don't it's more scared of you than anything. So just like don't try to touch it and you're probably fine. But yeah, she's she's like She's had lizards come into the house. She's had some bugs come into the house. And she's like, honestly, I don't really mind getting like lizards and bugs out, but like, I don't know what I'm going to do if there's like a snake. And I was like, I don't know if you're like, you call huh? You call someone. Animal yeah, exactly. Control. That's what I said. Like you call animal control, you get it out. Um, you're like, trap it somewhere. Yeah. Just like, hopefully yeah. it's too thick to travel under the floor or windows or fucking door gaps. What are those called? Under the doors. Under the doors. The under doors. <laughs> That's not what they're called. The under doors. Hey, Dan. <laughs> the under doors. We are the underminers. But they're the under doors. Dan is, I think, annoyed that I'm in his den. Can you hear that? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, my hands taste delicious. <laughs> what you doing bud yeah would you be able to kill your clone oh I think so I think I would know I mean I if it was would you would know if it was your clone because you'd be like well that's not me well I just like I guess I'm thinking too far ahead of the story. I'm like, there's gotta be, I'm just, I just need to know more about these clones. If I had to kill a, a meat sack that looked like me, I could probably do it, but I would also try to do it so that I wouldn't have to watch me dying because fuck that. Look. That, could, that could fuck you up. Um, so that's, I guess what I'm trying to avoid is like having to watch me die. Could I kill myself? Yes. You could, myself you could make a trap pit you could just like mm-hmm. dig a really deep hole and mm-hmm. trap them in there and then be like bye um yeah definitely like you don't have to watch them die or eat each hand-hand other combat, not my thing didn't really have a lot of hand-to-hand fighting i don't know if you fought a lot with your brothers like that but no um you did not fight with them like that no we were not a fighting household Oh my god, we were my little sister and I thought we girls. Also- okay, honestly, like people talk about how like violent families of boys are, but like fam people that I know who were just girls fought way physically way more than my brothers and I ever did. That was like That's not crazy. a thing that we did. Interesting. We would have like every once in a while there'd be like a tickle fight or a pillow fight that would get a little out of hand, but never like punching each other or hitting each other with like our hands. Oh yeah. Mhm. I can Different. never I cannot remember a time where we physically like punched or slapped each other or anything like that. There was one time that I did get dragged on the carpet and got like a really gnarly carpet burn, but that is like the most physical violence we've ever had and I think they were being silly and they didn't realize that they were hurting me. Oh. I hate that. I also got hit in the face with a rope ladder one time, but that was definitely an accident. Did it have like wooden steps? Why did it? I mean, not that ro- thick ass ropes thrown or like swung hard can. Yeah, it was like two ro- two ropes and then like metal steps in between. Oh, metal steps. Or oh. not metal. I mean, wooden steps. Um, okay. So you like climbed well, up the arch. rope with the little wood steps got hit in the face with it and i actually i I didn't have like adult teeth at the time but i lost a baby tooth early because of it um like it took a long time for the because like the adult tooth wasn't ready to come in so i just had like a big old gap because the baby tooth fell out but there was no like tooth to replace it wow 
Yeah. I, I never had any teeth busted out, but I did have some. Uh, I just wiggled out a lot of them that maybe I shouldn't have wiggled them out early. So I had gaps for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so you like physically fought your siblings? Um, yes. Slapping, pinching, biting. I'm saying this happened between all of us. I probably did most, if not all of these things. Um, punching, pulling hair. Oh my God, Mary Frances and I had the most tender hair. Uh, Catherine and I didn't fight as much, but sometimes we did. Damn. Um, yeah. I have never been in a fight with anyone other than my sister, though. Though I talk about wanting to all of the time. Yeah, I think, like, the phrase, like, fight a bitch has come out of my mouth, like, a significant number of times. But I've actually never been in a physical altercation. I mean, I, like, played soccer and it would get a little rough. But, like, other than literally playing soccer, I haven't had any like physical stuff and most of the time i was the one getting knocked down Mm -hmm. um but yeah i don't know but i think i would be able to fight so like for my life sure yeah i think for my life's a little different i'm like on the street i will probably almost exclusively get my ass beat unless i start doing something about that uh, which I thought about in Austin, but yeah, fight for my life. I don't know. I feel like run and hide and for more time to plan is like what I would try to do. Try to be in the trees. Not that they wouldn't climb the trees, but why would I be in the trees? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just make a tree. I don't know. Yeah. Um, I, I, th- I feel like, and I hate saying this, I feel like I would die not by my clone, but by eating something I shouldn't. <laughs> I just didn't know about. It. I like poison myself. Like the, the Hunger like. Games, like the yeah. like how many characters die by poison, either on purpose or by accident. Yeah, it's a fair concern. That is a fair concern. <laughs> I think about that sometimes. Um, in terms of like, you know, I did Girl Scouts. I know how to pitch a tent I know how to start a fire like I know how to pinch a tent I know how to start a fire I know how to make a shelter even if I don't have a tent and I think like those two things are very important being able to start a fire and be able to make shelter but I don't have like um food identification skills to be able to be like okay I can eat this um and I also have like actually zero hunting skills like I probably could catch a fish like if I tried really hard like if my life depended on it I could catch a fish but I wouldn't know how to like gut it without Mm. like poisoning myself so I don't know I like think about that sometimes it's like okay if I were lost in the woods how long would I actually last just from like not being able to identify what was edible Mm -hmm. um because that was sorry go ahead I was just thinking I I haven't read um, into the wild, but I watched the movie and there's like the speculation of whether the guy, I mean, the guy died of like starvation essentially, but there's speculation of whether or not he ate something that was like poisonous that kept him from being able to get nutrients and being able to like digest things properly. And I was like, I don't want to be that person who like accidentally like destroys their bowels and isn't able to eat mm-hmm. and then starves to death alone and cold in the wild i was just gonna ask if you ever read hatchet growing up oh like, yeah right do you remember that shit and you just like knew what to do and he like grew up in a different time period than us but i was also like this is crazy and also graphic detail and i was always surprised that that was a kid's book like you read it in like elementary Ooh. school it's like the okay. same thing as like where the red fern grows it's like why is this a children's book like mm, this is a little intense um that was like he he was in a plane crash or something and all he had was a hatchet something like that yeah and there's a sequel to that book it's called like fishing rod or something um <laughs> no it's not no it's fucking not that's so funny you almost got me I was like no because I remember like looking into the sequel <laughs> fishing rod bitch <laughs> wait hold on 
Hatchet sequel. I'm looking it up right now. I saw <laughs> sequel. The River. Brian Winter Hatchet. What is this? Wood Song Dog Song. My Life in Dog Years. The River. Brian's Return. Brian's Winter. Brian's Hunt. I read the Brian series for whatever reason. I read Hatchet for school and then read. Brian's Winter. An alternate ending. Yeah. Alternate ending books. It's fucking sick. Anyway, um <laughs> now we have this shared canon of fucking weird little elementary school books. Yeah. Well, and Hatchet always reminds me of where the red fern grows because, like, I don't know if it's like one of the dogs that attacks the dogs or what, but like one of the animals dies because it gets like hit with an axe. Um Mm-hmm. so i have those two books linked um i don't know if i would be able to kill an animal like i don't know if like a coyote attacked me in the woods i think i would have a hard time a being able to beat it um but also just like i'm in its space it's just trying to live its life who am i to like invade its woods yeah um, and they're also like so similar to dogs. I'm for sure gonna get fucked up by a bear. Like I'm not surviving a bear attack. Um, and I'll probably poison myself with fish guts. So I'm not gonna thrive in the woods necessarily. Yeah. See, that's the thing is like I get attacked by my clones. I'm not surviving the nature part of it. No, I hear you. I so that one time I bought shoes at REI and paid $20 to make the shoes cheaper than they would be without paying $20 for that lifetime membership. Yeah. Um, I have a lifetime membership and that includes classes. Yeah. Like some that are free and some that are a slight fee mm-hmm. um to learn shit like this. And so I think that's something I want to do in the next uh year that I live here because the world is crumbling. And I just I wanna definitely survive. <laughs> I'd like to live. Um, I think I would be fine on a boat. Just like stick me in the ocean. Honestly, I think I could figure out fishing. Like, that's the thing is I, I would have to like give up on the whole like vegetarian thing, I think. But I think I'd be able to like figure out how to catch fish. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Got to skin it and shit. Yeah. You want to go on to your comic? Um, actually, I think we're going to skip my comic this week. Um, I have to like get back to work. Gross. That's fair. Um, wow. We'll keep it a mystery. We'll keep it a mystery. We'll talk about it next week. Um, I don't think I've talked about this one before. So, um, yeah, we can we can cover it next week. I think we, we've covered a wide variety of things. It's been decided that we probably won't survive <laughs> in the wild. But, you know, it's fine. Um, not everyone's built that way. Um, but but you can um find us on on social media and at patreon at hrf time you can also find our um zazzle.com slash hrf time store where we have crewnecks um shirts and mugs also if you don't want to financially support us one really great and easy way that you can support the pod is by rating us five stars on spotify or wherever you get your podcasts um thanks so much for listening we'll chat later bye